Welcome to today's episode of Living in the 21st Century with Alexander Adoga. It's fresh, it's true, inspiring, and life-changing. You can also be a part of this by sharing your personal thoughts and experiences with us. You never know who you might be reaching out to. Stay tuned as we journey through. Hello, dear listeners. You're welcome to this episode of Living in the 21st Century. Trust our life I've been hearing. Remember, the beauty of life lies in its adventure. Um, our guest today is someone that inspires me and keeps inspiring me lately in diverse in diverse ways so um straight to the matter of the day you're welcome in our midst today and can you tell us about yourself just let's get to know who are we today sir yes good day and thank you for having me my name is chima ogba chima I am first a believer. I'm the second of seven children. I'm an evangelist by calling, an administrator by discipline, and a printer by profession. I acquired my printing skill after about eight years apprenticeship. And of course, my administrative skill I acquired after five years in school, academic studies. I am a product, series of impartation, information, and of course, revelation. I've been mentored by ministers of the gospel lecturers, friends, of course my parents. I am very grateful to God for where I am today. We have not arrived yet. We've not even started. I'm not where I want to be yet but I'm definitely not where I used to be. I am married, father of one, I have a son, and um, <laughs> I'm 31 years of age. Thank you. Okay, what do you wish you had known when you started your career journey and what you know what would you have done differently considering the knowledge you have now what what do you wish you had known when you started oh i would have done so many things differently yes to start with i would have saved up so much to acquire modern printing machines 
you know printing has gone digital and i would have also learned uh, a different skill in printing okay? like like a different field of area of specialization uh, rather than what i learned for eight years i spent that much uh, yes, learning screen printing, which is more or less outdated now. Uh, what I do presently is more of a spot lamination, which I had to go learn, you know, uh, at a cost. I would have learned other things other than what I learned before, because I was not aware that printing would evolve this fast. And I also would have maintained my customer base. You know, while I was in school, most of my customers would call me and I would direct them to someone else. And that was how I lost over 80% of my clientele. And um, up to today, I'm still finding it hard to recover them, even though God has blessed me with new uh, customers that are very, very uh, useful and uh, very loyal to the business. Uh, very importantly, I also would have invested in uh, human development. I would have trained men. Uh, uh, by this time, I should have trained over 50 people in printing. Yes, that would have been a mega impartation to this generation. I would have uh, empowered so many. But the good news is that I've started. Presently, I have someone I'm training. And uh, I believe in a short while, I will take in more people and make sure they are skilled. And then they would be able to train others. And that is how uh, the world would be a better place. And then this generation is imparted beyond reasonable doubt. Thank you. Very important to note our listeners out there he said something about he never thought printing would evolve this quickly remember he said whatever you want to do, do it now but as you go ahead to do what you do always plan for the future always plan to upgrade because trust me the advancement is rapidly happening so only when you are prepared can you stand amidst the changes. All right, so Mr. Chima, what is your biggest regret? Have you any regrets? Yes, I definitely have a regret that I'm actually paying the price for today. If you're paying attention, I stated earlier on that I learned late in life to value people around. You know, I, I grew up as a perfectionist. And then I, I had this deluded kind of mindset that I was expecting everybody around to reason the way I do and to be uh, as, as good in quote as I was, you know. Uh, so if, if you were not up to my perceived standard, I would have nothing to do with you. And then I took that mentality to school. I was actually 
uh, topping my set, and even in the whole department, I had the highest CGPA. But then, I uh, th that it wasn't really pride. It was, it was, it was more of uh, a mindset. I believed I needed to show people that I could do things alone. So even my lecturers would come close to me. I would, I, I would push them away. I would touch them. I would avoid them. And then I had cosmates that would come around, you know, just to associate. Uh, I wasn't a social person at all, and that was deliberate. E, but but then when I see you possessing similar traits, similar character like myself, similar uh, ideology. I, I embrace you with so much warmth, you know, but that was that was an error uh, that I'm paying for till today. That there were people that had good intentions. There were people that would have made life's journey easier for me, you know, but then I pushed them away. After a while, I noticed certain persons that were not by all standard, as brilliant as myself, uh, they, they didn't have anything close to my, uh, my my CGPA then in school. But then they were close to, you know, senior lecturers in my department, and they were getting favors. And then where that shocked me the most was even after graduation, they were still friends with lecturers. And then where I was humbled was when I went for an interview uh, I, I was about to get a, an appointment in a bank, you know, but then I was asked to go and get guarantors from my school, you know, from my department to stand in for me. And then I was ashamed when I returned to my department. Nobody wanted to attend to me. I was a good guy. I was an intelligent student. They loved me for that. But then I did not relate well. I did not value people around me. And I regret doing that even till today. And that is why I've made amends. And I value every soul around me. Wow. Quite a mouthful there. And I hope to our listeners out there, the lesson is learned. A great scholar of the past once said, Learn to live each day regarding every person you meet as though they were your teacher. You never have it all. That is why you liberate on the experiences and the resources of others. And that is when you value the virtue of humility. Humility makes way for you where there is no way. It makes you learn, gives you understanding and knowledge. Be humble in all you do. Though, in the case of our guest here, it wasn't really about pride, but a mindset. What mindset have we envisioned? What mindset do we have that limits us? Evaluate these personal traits, these personal attributes. Only then, when we have this, we think. An adequate self-evaluation. Can you appreciate the beauty of life all around us? Please note. No matter how 
off or how far off we think we've gone from our path or from the right we ought to have done or be doing. It's never too late to retrace our steps. It's never too late to right our wrongs. Now, Mr. Israel, what is your biggest failure so far and what did you learn from it? Well, I don't consider it a failure. I see it as uh, a disappointment, rather. And that would be when I, I set out to get married a couple of years back, I think about three years ago. And then I had this close friend of mine, my best friend for that matter, started right from 100 level in school as friends. So on the, uh, when I wanted to get married, I was after school, after service, I started looking elsewhere. And so it happened that I got hooked up with a, I got hooked up with a lady, and then um, along the way, I went to God in prayers. And then it appeared to me that the lady in question was not uh, to be my wife. So and then I found it very very hard to relate these findings to her. But then I'm grateful to God that she understood being a very very spiritual lady and a wise lady uh, very virtuous and disciplined so eventually i was able to retrace my step and it happened that my best friend was my wife all along and i didn't know and then uh, but my joy today is that it all ended in praise that lady in question is uh, married today uh, and I'm also married and then uh, there, there, there's no tussle between us, we're still friends, uh, there's no grudge. I think that would be one of uh, the, the, the biggest wrong step I would have taken but thank God it was corrected before it got out of hand. Oh boy, this marriage decision of a few. To be honest, sometimes it scares me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this marriage might die. It is well, though. But then again, I will take it to God in prayers. It will guide us aright. But only when we surrender is leading can we make the right choice so please and please it's a very important decision to make in one's life no wonder only in the institution of marriage are you awarded a certificate before you finish your schooling so please and please we want to get this right we should make sure our reason for such relationship founded or rooted on the right basis first on God so what would you say is your best resources that have helped you along the way okay well I like to start by stating clearly here that God 
is a source for me, not a resource. And so he's at number one. He's actually the center of my life, the source of breath, source of inspiration, source of revelation, source of strength, source of motivation. He's my everything. And then the next point is my mind. My mind is a very vital resource that I don't joke with. Uh, a, a man cannot be bigger or better than his mind. A sound mind is necessary for destiny actualization. And to build a sound mind, you have to eat books. Mark Twain said, he that does not read has no advantage over he that cannot read. Information, build your mind. And that is why I scavenge for information and eat them wherever I find them. So that when I open my mouth, I, I, I regurgitate info. When you speak to people, you drop virtue. And then I research for as much information as I can uh, because that is what makes your mind sound. And then the, 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 the last resource there would be people. Yes, people. If you notice, the, the first two are just about you. That is having God first because a fool says in his heart there is no God. So for you not to be a fool, you must have God and walk with God. And then the next point I said is my mind. I try as much as possible to keep it sound at all times. And then the, the last point is people. You see, I learned late in life that human beings around are God's way of blessing you. You can leverage on their experience. You can leverage on their kindness. You can leverage on their wickedness. It can all be put together to shoot you up to the sky, to shoot you up to destiny, to the promised land. So I try as much as possible to associate well with people, relate well with people, because they are all a blessing to me. There is no doubt the relevance of God cannot be overemphasized. In fact, it can't even be emphasized enough over any and everything you do. Yes. And you made mention of your mindset. Yes, indeed, we are, we are only limited by our mindset and people. Oh, that's nice. Thank you for those. Now, what advice would you give someone who wants to pursue a similar career as you? Yes, for someone intending to go into printing, I would advise the acquire a printing skill first because printing is actually very, very broad. It's a very broad market. You get uh, take a survey first ask questions from people who know then you may want to be specialized in a particular field a particular area but i would advise you going to uh, 
the most lucrative now as far as printing is concerned in this part of the world i think it's large format printing you know yeah yes yeah. so if you can look into that but then before you go in i would advise you <laughs> it is enough phone to acquire machines because uh, it's actually capital intensive most of these are uh, large format printing machines like the direct impression machines they, they, they are quite expensive then you would need a couple of millions to acquire them for a start but where that is not available not to be discouraged you could always uh, learn something else which is still under printing or better still you can acquire the skill and then with diligence i'm sure the fund will come and then uh, with time you may end up having those uh, machines at your disposal and then um, business will flow but then the business is also highly competitive now uh, if you must succeed in the printing business you must deliver excellence so add to what he's just said it's not just about getting the skill um, or the machine or doing something but how you do what you do it's very competitive he said all makes you a difference in the market find that personal trading that uniqueness that positive uniqueness will, and capitalize on it to make you a difference from amongst the crowd so um mr israel name three persons you say you look up to that has influenced you the most all right thank you very much to answer that i would like to start by stating that i don't look up to persons i look up to god from where comes my help my help comes from the lord who made the heavens and the earth but then when we come down to persons my mentor is dr pastor paul enenche he's my pastor he's my father i read his books i listen to his messages i follow all his programs and that has blessed me have been imparted beyond measure by this servant of God. Uh, and also Bishop David Oedipo has also been a blessing to me. I look up to him, especially for his financial mantle. Uh, and then Apostle Joshua Salman is also one young minister with depth of revelation uh, of the gospel and the wealth of information from revelation from few years of experience i've learned so much from this young apostle and of course uh, these three vessels generals of this generation have blessed me beyond measure 
and funny enough i have never met any of them in person but they have mentored me via their materials uh, and i would recommend them for you listen to their messages read their books and i can assure you you'll be blessed i have had an encounter with the apostle joshua selena and the second koinonia service in abuja and it's no doubt a blessing and general in our generation i encourage our listeners get him into get somebody that influences you positively that would help eliminate the time of trial that 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 time you waste trying to figure out your path because they've had that experience they've passed that road before so they guide you are right and lead you through the path eliminating where you feel eliminating the point of errors for you to enable you pass smoothly of course you get to face your own different or personal challenge but mentors helps eliminate wastage in terms of time sometimes resources and otherwise so we encourage you today to find a mentor we look up to remember experience is the best teacher why not leverage on other ex- people's experience to be your best teacher now i'd like to know what common ideology would you like to counter or debunk yes i personally have a challenge with uh, the zodiac signs the zodiac mythology ideology a friend of mine introduced the zodiac signs to me a couple of years back i think about 10 years or thereabouts you know the how the sign works is that they pick your date of birth and with that they would be able to predict your persona your behavior your traits your attitude just from your date of birth uh, say for instance you were born 15th may According to zodiac sign that will place you as uh, a Taurus, and then you'd be expected to be tough, moody, uh, lazy, redundant, difficult to inspire, dull, vengeful. You know you you, you lack the ability to forgive. But, but then, when I got light into the Word of God, I came across Galatians chapter 5 uh, and in verse 22, where the Bible was speaking about the fruit of the Spirit. And then I just knew immediately that the zodiac signs cannot be applicable to me being a child of God because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, 
meekness, temperance. You know, none of this was actually reflected from the zodiac signs, which is actually necromancy, stargazing. You know, those things are actually demonic, and that is why I debunk them any day, any time, anywhere. And so, child of God, it doesn't matter when you were born, where you were born, or how you were born. Your destiny is in God's hand. And I can assure you that the thought he has for you are of good and not of evil, irrespective of the date of birth. So, please, please, I need you to trash this ideology. Your date of birth, rationally speaking, should not in any way determine your attitude. So because I've started hearing people say, ah, what do you mean? And that is how I am. Uh, I do, you don't know that uh, I'm a Scorpio. You don't know I'm a Leo. This is how we behave. You have to take me that way. And then there's this other book circulating, why I act the way, why people act the way they do. You know, also talking about temperance and people are already picking their stance, mostly negative. Uh, so those things, uh, I don't take them serious because they shouldn't be. Uh, so please exhibit the fruit of the spirit and debunk necromancy and philosophy. God bless you. That's why it goes in Christ. I'm a new creation, a brand new life. All things have passed away and born again. More than a conqueror, that's who I am. I'm a new creation, a brand new life. Now tell me, what question would you like to ask yourself if you're in my shoes, in my position right now? Yes, if I were in your shoes, I would ask my guests, what are your values? And to answer that, sir, there's nothing I value as much as my salvation. For what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Eternity in heaven is my desire and my salvation needs to be intact for me to actualize that and so I don't joke with my salvation I don't practice petty Christianity whatever would soil my feet I flee away from such that is my value As we listen, eternity is all that matters, even as we live in this present world. It's a shame if all we live for, it's here and now. Let our daily activities reflect and radiate God through us. Because I tell you, Eternity is forever and too much to neglect.
or the pleasures of the moment. So, um, how can our listeners connect with you online for those who may like to follow you? Well, you can reach me on Facebook. Uh, search for Chima Ogba Chima. Chat me there. Then my Twitter handle is at Chiman222. That is C H Y M A N 222. Then my Instagram handle is Ogba Chima. O G B A C H I M A. Thank you very much for your time and your audience. It's a privilege to be in living in the 21st century with Mr. Alex Adoga. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. Peace. All right, listeners. There you have his social media angle. And back to you, Mr. Israel. If you get the opportunity to treat people you meet daily the way you'd want them to treat you, would you take it and why? Yes, I would definitely take it. You know, getting to treat people the way I would want them to treat me is like being served your own meal. Somebody is dishing out the meal you prepared. And that is actually, in reality, what life is all about. What goes around comes around. You treat people well, if you want to be treated well, with respect. You know, the way you would want to be talked to, spoken to, you speak to people that way. The way you would want to be treated, you treat people that way. The way you you love it when people listen when you speak, learn to be a listener, you know. The way you would want people to honor you, learn to honor people. Uh, I don't think that would be a challenge at all for me because if I wouldn't be comfortable treating people the way I would want them to treat me, then uh, it's a call for personal assessment but as it stands now i would definitely take that opportunity and i'm sure i would enjoy doing it now what advice do you have for us knowing this program living in the 21st century is centered on restoring morals back into our society promoting the true way to live in our present time enable us to stand firm regardless the storm of life, in our journey of life, for the betterment of mankind, and above all, the glory of God. Thank you very much. My advice would be, seek God first. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God, and every other thing shall be added. Once you find God, you are halfway gone. Then be in competition with no one except yourself. Don't compete with people. It's not necessary. Many a times, the person you're competing with is not even aware that he's in competition with you. 
I remember once I was uh, jogging. Uh, I do this road walk every Saturday, so I was jogging, and then there was this young man putting on Chelsea GC along. Uh, there's one expressway there, and then this guy was far ahead of me. Once I joined, I I I increased my speed just to catch up with him you know my pace increased and then i started running faster than i should and then this young man was still ahead of me it happened that i was supposed to negotiate at kabala junction kabala junction along the express and then this guy had his own junction far ahead so because I was so focused on beating him, I passed my junction. And that is what happens many times when you are in competition with people. You will, you will be distracted completely from your destiny and you end up fighting another man's cause. And then I'd like you to know that the only person you are permitted to compete with is you. Yesterday's best is definitely today's average. If you doubt me, go home, pick up your, uh, maybe your primary exercise book and tell me how proud you are of your handwriting. You see that it was barely average or uh, at best poor. You can't write that way today because of time. And then yesterday's excellence is today's mediocrity. Don't celebrate yesterday's success today. That will be mediocrity. Always improve on your best. Always improve on your best. That is the best way to compete with yourself. And then uh, I like youth especially. Learn to leverage on the experience of others, people that have gone ahead of you. Uh, be answerable to someone. Have a mentor. Mentorship is not really encouraged in this generation. And it's, a, a, it's actually a challenge. It's a problem. Uh, you should be mentored by someone. Be answerable to someone. Uh, let someone be able to question decisions you, you, you take in life. Older than your parent. And have people in particular areas, particular fields that you you you, you want to venture into. You, you submit yourself to them, people that you trust, and then uh, they would guide you. And then you don't have to experience what they have experienced. You leverage on theirs, and then you see that this journey will be faster and even more stable. And then. Uh, be kind to all. Be kind to all. Uh, be humble at all times. Both to people you're better than and those that are better than you. And don't forget to set your own principles. That will make you a principality. Don't join the bandwagon. Uh, being different is not a crime. Being special. Uh, is not a crime. Being peculiar is actually admirable. It's a blessing. You know, you need to stand out to be outstanding. Be your own self. Be original. Compete with nobody.
put in your best at all time and always make your best better and I can assure you with God fully in your heart the sky will be your starting point I want to sincerely thank you for your time with us I appreciate the opportunity to tap from your well of knowledge and I pray the good Lord grants you all you need to fulfill destiny for the glory of his name. Amen. Now we've come to the end of today's episode. And like I said last week from my ordinary president, Ahmed Isa, from everything we don't talk, pick the one that makes sense to you, make you use. And if you like, throw it the rest. To have an eventful week ahead. And remember, Always treat others as you'd want them to treat you. Only then can we make our world a better place. Cheers. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To share experience, you can reach us via our email address at living in the 21t century at gmail.com or connect with us on instagram at living in 21 century remember to try and treat others as you'd want them to treat you it's only then can we make our world a better place your story is also a story bye